When I was 13, I discovered that I could read the minds of boys. According to my mother, it ran in the women in our family. My mom thought it would be a good idea to let me know rather than have me figure it out on my own. Your grandma didn't give me any information about this, and I thought I was losing my mind when I had to find it out on my own, she told me when we had the talk. And you know what? I didn't believe her for a second when she just told me. I thought it was a joke and that my mom and my grandma were pranking me. But then I slowly realized it was true when I started practicing it with their guidance and instructions. However, it was not an easy task. I had to work very hard on learning to read gestures and emotions and facial expressions. I also had to meditate for at least an hour before going to bed and after waking up so that I could focus well and foster my mind reading abilities. And the most important thing was practicing enough. And since I was in school, I thought it would be easy to practice reading the minds of boys in my class. That was how I could read the minds of boys in my class and how I found out each of their secrets. My mom and grandma had told me to keep it a secret, but I had failed big time on that because I was a very social and chatty person. So one day when I was talking to a few of my close friends, it just slipped out of my tongue. After that, my friends started offering me money to read the mind of the guys they liked, and I accepted the offer as I saw an opportunity to make some extra cash off my skill. They asked me to find out if a specific boy liked them or not and what he thought of them. The girls mostly asked me about Brandon, the popular guy of our class, whom most of the girls had a crush on. But he only thought about his sports team and basketball all the time. So the girls were disappointed regarding that. So like that, I knew the secret crush of every guy in my class. Well, except one. I knew which girl the guys liked the best. I also knew they thought our class teacher was the most beautiful woman they'd seen. Sometimes I just read their minds like a fun activity when I get bored in class. And I instantly regretted that decision because they thought about the grossest possible things. Like things from adult magazines to the most garbage thing you could possibly think of. But there was this one guy I wasn't allowed to read. His name was Calvin and he was my best friend Emma's crush. She had the biggest crush on him, but didn't want me to read his mind as she was afraid of finding out if he liked the things she didn't like. I never charged her any money to read anyone's mind for her. Still, she didn't want me to read his. So he was the only guy I knew nothing about. Not one secret. But I assumed that he would think about the same gross things like all the other boys in my class. However, curiosity got the best of me because I wanted so badly to know his secret and also find if he liked Emma or not so that I could give her a surprise if he did. And if he didn't like her, at least she could move on and not be stuck on him. For that, I stopped Kelvin in the hallway while Emma wasn't there and invited him for a walk in the park after school because it was a busy day at school and I was too caught up on school stuff with a lot of things on my mind, so I needed a little peaceful setting to read him. Also, with Emma around me all the time at school, I wouldn't dare it. So, after school was over, I told Emma I had to be at my grandma's that day and parted my way with her. Then I met up with Kelvin and we headed towards the park. When we reached the park, we walked around for a while and talked about school and stuff and our plans after high school. I felt like Kelvin was a little nervous by his voice. A while later, we found a quiet spot to sit down, so we did, and it was time for me to do my thing. For a moment there, I thought of how Emma had asked me not to do so, but without thinking any further about that, I looked at him, focused, and got to reading his mind. What I found out there was shocking. Let me tell you exactly what he was thinking. 
He was thinking if he was acting too obvious and hoping that I would not find out that he liked me. It was clear to me that he had no interest in Emma, but instead he liked me. And honestly, he was acting so shy, nervous, and cautious of his actions that I didn't even have to be a mind reader to know that he had a crush on me. Instantly after finding out what exactly was on his mind, I started feeling awkward sitting there with him. I have to get away from him, I thought. So I started faking a headache and told him that I was feeling unwell and that we should go. Before we parted our ways, I read his mind once more to find out that he was genuinely worried and concerned about me. Finally, after reaching home, I took a breath of relief, but then the hard part was only just beginning, as I had no idea how I would face Emma and Kelvin, too, in school the next day. Then the day arrived, and I didn't even want to go to school, but I had no choice. However, in school... I tried ignoring and avoiding Emma and Kelvin as much as I could. In class, I wouldn't even look at Emma and act as if I was completely focused on what the teacher was teaching. At lunch break, I would either eat my lunch at the school garden, behind the tree, or the locker room and stay far from the cafeteria as possible. And then, as soon as the school hours were over, I would run off home without being seen. Emma also texted and called me quite a few times, but I just made something up or completely ignored them. It went on like that for a few days. I kept on running because I felt guilty of first going behind my friend's back, and second, the fact that Kelvin liked me and not her. Some days after that, I was in the school restroom, hiding from Emma when the unexpected happened. Suddenly, as I was putting on some chapstick facing towards the mirror, I felt someone behind me. I looked at the mirror to see who it was, and it was no other than Emma. She cornered me and held my hand, and at that point, I knew there was no escaping or running away this time. I had to face her. But before I could say anything, Emma spoke up. I know what you did, Frida. How dare you go behind my back and do what I asked you not to, she said. I was feeling so guilty and scared that I couldn't even utter a single word. Anyway, since you have already read his mind, tell me all of his secrets, everything on his mind, she continued speaking. But still, I couldn't say anything. How could I even tell her that Kelvin likes me and not her? It wasn't easy for me, so I just stayed quiet. Come on, spill. Does he like me? She said again, this time in a louder tone, which startled me, and I got confused and scared at the same time, which unknowingly made me utter, yes. After hearing that, Emma jumped out of joy, and before I could correct myself, she stormed out of the restroom screaming, I'm waiting no more. I'm asking him out. I ran right after her trying to stop her and tell her what I said was just a slip of the tongue, but I was too late. When I was finally about to catch up with her, she had already found and stopped Kelvin in the hallway. The hallway was full of other students and I couldn't get a chance to interrupt because as I was making my way to them, I heard Emma screaming at the top of her lungs. I like you too, Kelvin. Would you go out with me? Then the part I had feared the most came to play. It was Kelvin's reply. I never said I liked you, and no, I would never go out with you, he said in front of all those students. Emma's face turned red, and she ran away crying, and I was about to run after her, but Kelvin stopped me. Hey, Frida, I've not been able to get a hold of you for a few days. I hope I didn't do anything to make you feel uncomfortable that day, he said, and I could read in his mind the same concerns. He was really worried and also very sweet and caring. At that moment, I realized that I was also crushing on him. And all those days I felt guilty was not because he liked me, 
but that I liked him too. However, I had to look for Emma, so I hurriedly told him that we were fine and that I would talk to him soon. Then I went looking for Emma all around the school. She was neither in the classroom nor the cafeteria, so I went outside and saw that she was in the garden crying. I wanted to comfort her, but as soon as I approached her, she told me off. She was so mad because I made her look like a fool in front of the whole school. Don't talk to me again, she said and ran off. I was so disappointed in myself because of all the things that happened were, indeed, because of me and the fact that I could read the mind of all the boys in my class. Then there were no calls, texts, or meetings between Emma and I. I was feeling bad about it, but I knew that if she listened to my part, she would understand. Although she was acting weird, going lengths to make me jealous and hurt, still, she never told my secret to anyone. One time, she organized a party at her home and invited the whole school, except for me. I only knew about it when I saw a ton of pictures from social media of my other friends who were at the party. That was it for me. I couldn't take it anymore, and I had to let her know the truth. So the day after the party, I went to see her at her house. She invited me in, and this time without stuttering a bit. I told her everything that had happened, from the part where I wanted to surprise her to the part where I felt guilty about him liking me instead. She paused for a while after hearing everything and told me that she understood. And not only that, she told me that I could date him if I liked him back, and she will have no problem with it. And that was exactly what I did. I started dating Kelvin because he was such a nice guy, and his thoughts were as sweet as he was. After dating, I told him about my mind-reading capabilities, which he thought was so cool. Then, at times, I would feel as if Emma was jealous, but then I could only read the minds of boys, so I was not certain about that. Soon after, our high school was over, and Kelvin and I moved to another city to live and attend a university there together. Emma joined a different university and started seeing a guy, and then everything after that was happy and joyful.